The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Broadcasting around the world from the headquarters of the Outdoor Trails Network, it's Jim and Trav and the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine. Hey, Trap Firearms Coalition of Colorado's President Steve Schreiner's on hold, and he's going to talk to us about constitutional carry. They've been kicking some butts there in Colorado. Actually got it passed through the House there. Now it is moving on to the Senate, and this is such a wonderful piece of legislation that hopefully we can get passed through. Now, also, we're going to be welcoming for the very first time, Jim, Miss Vicky Cianciarillo with The Choice and Archer Choice. First time on the trail. We got That's a TV nice show. That is a TV show. Plus, we're going to have Nick Rose with Wildlife Poppy and Spear. Fisher woman, Stacy Frakes, goes after what the sturgeon. Man, is he just likes pink. Off. Plus, we're going to have the Spoma. He likes pink, too. Ron Spomer looks awesome in pink. He does. But he's <laughs> going to be stopped by the trail as well. Hey, of course, we're going to have the regular crew like yeah, old Cat Daddy. They'll be calling in. It's going to be great. Now, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Obviously, great spot. that is our uh, web address. Got to get online, check it out. Plus, we have Jim's got I a, have a big blog. Jim's got a blog on there. He doesn't do anything with it. It's... I don't even know. We it's, should, it's, it's for lonely We people. should delete it. <laughs> Anyways, Jim's got a Facebook page as well. Doesn't do too much with that either. But, man, we got a Twitter account. you got to check that out. We actually do put crap on that, and it's underscore OTN. Hey, and this next outdoor highlight with Steve Schreiner is brought to you by Vanderbilt, your work boost center. Get your outdoors on right here, right now, with Trav and Jim. Hey, Trav, we're back on the air. This time, we're headed to Colorado. We're going to the big house. Jim, we are heading to Colorado, but real quick, before we get all the way there, we got like we got five minutes left. you got to stop by our web address, and that is OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Check out Jim's Facebook page, also the old Twitter page. But we're talking with Steve Schreiner right now, and he is actually with, a, what is the Coalition of Firearms? No, it's actually the Firearm Coalition of Colorado. I had the right words just in the wrong order it's well you're okay. dyslexic we've got, we've got them both trademarked <laughs> <laughs> steve schreiner man welcome to the trail how are you hey not too bad now i gotta tell you what um just last week or so um house bill 11-1205 was just passed there in colorado um for constitutional carry and this is a big step for outdoors men and women that's right i just finished doing a bunch of flyers uh, and mail them off to our public, and uh, we've got it up uh, on our website, and uh, it basically would let you carry a gun without uh, having to go acquire a permit uh, in the form, in a written form, as long as you know you can pass a background check. Really? Uh, yep. In I mean, words, they, to me, that would be a no-brainer, though. Well, it's, you're on your honor, okay? If you know you can't pass the background check, then you're not supposed to be carrying concealed uh, without a permit. It's kind of like we have all these kids that are 18, 19, they still try to buy beer. You dingleberries, you're not going to be able to do it. But basically, you got to stay within the same parameters as if it was a conceal and carry permit. You know, Th- This is such a tremendous thing, and if we want everybody to get on board, we really have to abide by the laws and watch our P's and Q's. That's right. Uh, this would be for concealed carry. Yes. Uh, Open carry is allowed anywhere in Colorado 
except for uh, incorporated areas that have uh, laws against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywhere out in the out in the uh, forest or the uh, prairie, why you're perfectly welcome to do that. Uh, as far as carrying openly goes, but when it comes to carrying concealed, uh, right now we have a written permitting process. It's standardized statewide. We passed that in 2003, and uh, I'd say better than 95% of the applicants. Uh, get their concealed carry permit. Yeah. Now, a question for you. On House Bill 11-1205, how long had you been working on that before it passed? Well, it hasn't passed yet, but uh, Wyoming just passed theirs, and the governor signed it, uh, I believe, yesterday or day before. Um, 1205 is uh, still up. It passed the House by 40 to 25, uh, 65-member House, and it's going to the Senate. Uh, we're trying to get the Senate president to assign it to Judiciary Committee, where it'll get a fair hearing. There are other committees it could, it could go to, and those committees uh, would kill it. Hmm. Now, you know, outdoorsmen and women, we are very vocal people, obviously. And it always seems like a lot of people say, well, you know, I've got the NRA. I've got these people and these people. They're fighting for my rights. But you know what? We need to step up and let them hear our voice, and we need to express our concerns. How can we start going about this to raise awareness? Because you know what? This is a constitutional right and we need to fight to keep this. What can we do, Steve? Well, right now, people could call the uh, Colorado State President, whose brand name is Brandon Schaefer, and uh, ask him to pass this bill over to Judiciary Committee. They could also ask their senator to support this bill, House Bill 1205. Uh, the way to do that is call your county clerk and recorder, and find out which senator is yours, and then give them a ring. Uh, we've created a flyer on 8.5 by 11 paper, and on the back side we list all of their phone numbers, and we're going to be passing these out liberally. It's also on our uh, blog site. Uh, best way to get there is, uh, I'll give you the uh, the actual uh, lettering for it, http colon forward slash forward slash groups dot yahoo dot com forward slash group co gun issues one word forward slash i know that's kind of complicated but if you do some web searching you'll find it that made me dizzy you bet yeah as a matter of fact uh you talked about uh the backsize do we need to kick a few legislators backsides on this thing yeah i think so uh (laughs) the senate's controlled by the democrats and the house is controlled by the republicans and we do have some friendly Democrats. Up yes, there, we do. We need more. Yeah, and here's the deal: we don't want to point out one um, political party in general. Maybe there, two. Yeah, right. I, I say we point out all of them. There, there's faults from the Republicans, from the Democrats. This isn't just one group of people, but we all need to stand together. And I think so many people have made that mistake in the past. Let, let, let's just blame the Democrats. Let's just blame the Republicans. Well, that has uh, gotten us absolutely nowhere, and we need to start off on the right foot and go about this the proper way. That's why we want to talk to our friendly Democrats in particular in the Senate. <laughs> yes. Get them to talk to the unfriendly ones. And we talk to the Republicans, too. Yeah. And maybe a few Libertarians along the way, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't have any of those in the Colorado legislature. 
right now. Last last term we had one unaffiliated, and she was very pro-gun. There's just so many benefits, and I hate, especially when you get into bigger cities and stuff like that, they think, oh my god, there's this conceal and carry, and everybody that owns a gun is just a redneck. Well, look up the definition of redneck, you moron. That's not what it is. But here's the deal. It's a proven fact by us Americans having guns keeps us safer. We're stopping a lot of rapes. We're stopping burglary. I mean, there's just a ton of benefits from it. And it's just not just to be some redneck toting hick that, yeah, I got this awesome gun. Want to come check it out? That's not how it is. That's right. Uh, the more guns there are, the less the, there is of uh, crime. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, there's some good books available from NRA on this subject. I believe uh, Professor Gary Kleck wrote one. Uh, it's called More Guns, Less Crime. And then you have uh, the Wright Rossi studies. They're also good, and they can all of these can be obtained from NRA if you uh, write to their publications division or email them and uh, see what they can offer. But Steve, I tell you what, man, it's been awesome having you on the trail. And coming up after the break, we're gonna have our girl Vicky Cianzarillo. She is with the Choice and Archer's Choice. But hey, man, Steve Shiner, dude, thanks a bunch for being on the trail and for informing us on some really hot topics that we need to know about. All right, thanks for calling, guys. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Des Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9. Another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. Do you live in the ultimate fishing town? Yeah, sure. Nominate your town at WFNFishingTown.com and your community can win a $25,000 donation and be featured on WFN, the World Fishing Network. Enter your town before April 8th. WFN's Ultimate Fishing Town is brought to you by Eagle Claw. You're rocking the voice of the outdoors. It's Jim and Trav, and they're back on the trail. 
Hey, Trev, we're back in the air. This time we're headed, get this, to Illinois. This is Obama's homeland. That's right, Jim. I want you to say one word. What's that? Seance Rulo. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, we're actually talking with Miss Vicky. She's of the dynamic duo. That's MSS, by the way. Yes, Ralph and Vicky. Seance Rulo, they got uh, the choice in Archer's Choice. Miss Vicky, welcome to the trail. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. I, I should get a pat on my back for getting that right. Yeah, you I should. still haven't got it right. Now, we have been watching your show. Obviously, you uh, got a great show. You're on Outdoor Channel every Sunday at noon Eastern Center Time, Monday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Center Time, and Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I tell you, pretty much any time of the week, you can watch you guys on television or get online and check you out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's really fascinating. And Jim and I kind of have a couple questions for you real quick. Sure. You and Ralph have the opportunity to just go all over the country and hunt these just tremendous places. And you harvest the most fantastic animals out there that most of us will never even have the opportunity to even see, let alone harvest. Now, with saying that, it seems like there are so many management practices that are going on anymore that they make you feel almost ridiculed if you don't go and harvest a full four, four and a half, five-year-old buck this course, 160 and above. But let's say we have a, a 12, 13, maybe even 14-year-old boy and girl that does go and harvest a two and a half, three-year-old deer that only scores in the mid-120s, um, possibly 130s. They feel kind of scorned and isolated for doing so. And um, we just feel as though that this isn't right. What is your take on this, Vicky? I think that we need to open up the doors and let yes. let them use, let the younger people, let the new hunters get out there and understand that it's not all about how big that trophy is. Bingo. I think whatever you take with your bow, your gun, whatever it is that you're going out there with, I think it's a trophy in the eye of the beholder. Oh, I that's it. That, I mean, Ralph and I, we... We, you know, we, we try to like, you know, shoot mature animals for oh, yeah. token. Yeah. Like, it's like when RJ, when he's able to hunt, when he's here in Illinois, he's not able to hunt yet. Um, he, he likes his 10 point, he likes his crossbow, he doesn't want to go shoot. <laughs> and unfortunately in the state of Illinois, we can't do that yet. They're trying to change it, but he can't do it yet. But, you know, we tell him, he said, it's going to be up to him. He wants to shoot the biggest buck in the world. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're going to start off with a doe first. Yes. You know, but if it if it were a spike to come by, by all means, he can shoot that. I mean, not we're not going to go and tell him that he can't do it. No, you got to wait. They got to be five years old. No, you, we can't do that. Yeah. Now, getting back to the ten point crossbow. I mean, what a great crossbow! Matter of yes. fact, I have one of those. And uh, don't you think it's kind of silly that uh, state wildlife agencies draw a distinction between a crossbow and a bow? Well, you know, I mean, there, there is definitely a difference there. But the thing is, is that there's the, the numbers of our hunting, the people out there hunting, is going down. We need to raise those numbers. It's paying for all of our DNR. It's paying for, you know, our different, like, you know, our forest preserves and our state parks yes. and everything else. And we need those numbers to continue up. Mm-hmm. And by, by putting different stigmas on different things, it's not helping us at all. Now, you got a lot of guys out there, a lot of women out there, too, that like to go gun hunting. Mm-hmm. But maybe they don't know how to draw a bow back or they can't draw enough weight. Well, why would you stop them from taking a crossbow out? Exactly. And being able to go out there, buy another, buy another season worth of tags. Yes. And raise that money up again. I mean, we're obviously we have issues with the with the economy right now. Yeah, let's, let's keep helping it out. Yeah, that's no big surprise. Like, oh my God, we're having problems right now. Yeah, but, really? you, but here's the deal. Us sitting around BSing about it isn't going to change a single thing. This is where we have to get involved as outdoorsmen and women and contact your state officials. Let them know what is up and what's really happening and how, like you're saying, this could just be so beneficial to us as a nation. It just seems ridiculous to me. Absolutely. And actually, um, just last week, the state of Illinois 
it was it was sent to committee. They're trying to remove the words um, 62 and older and um, handicap off of the crossbow issue. <laughs> so really? it would, and I sent a letter to everyone on that committee. <laughs> said, hey, you know what? This is great. There's a lot of kids. Let's get the kids out there in the woods instead of inside playing video games. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, get them out there. They can go ahead. They can legally and ethically shoot a crossbow. And I mean, RJ can't pull enough weight with his, with a regular compound. His weight, he can't pull the forty pounds that you need in Illinois. Yeah. Now you have had the opportunity, as Travis mentioned earlier, to really kind of hunt all over the world. Now, what yeah. what is your favorite animal to go after? Oh, you know what? For a bunch of long time, it was I love bear hunting, and I still really love bear hunting. Bear hunting. Just, yeah. There's just something about chasing a bear down with your bow. I mean, it's just it's fun. It's really cool when they climb the trees at you. And <laughs> I mean, there's that. But then I think. I have to say, I think one of my favorite things now, though, is moose hunting. Moose hunting, really? Yeah, to take an animal that size down with my Hoyt, oh my gosh. Now, yeah. moose meat, that is some of the most tender, just that, delicious meat that is out the there. best meat out there. I mean, bar none, everything else I've ever tried. I mean, moose meat, I, I could just live off of moose meat. Yeah, it's almost as good as horse meat. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> They're about the same size. Well, one is bait and the other one's food. When you're, you go. When you're staring down a moose, I mean, it is daunting these you know there's no ground shrinkage as you go up to them they no. get bigger and bigger and bigger you're thinking holy cow this is like godzilla yeah a couple of years ago ralph and i we were up there up we were up in the yukon hunt moose and um ralph was filming me he was just to the right of me and the moose came, the moose i shot i shot him at five feet oh, five, five feet, feet. Five feet. <laughs> holy he came cow in and he there's a trail like 15 yards out in front of us and our guide had made a noise and he turned and he came a little closer than he probably should have. And, I mean, you do what you do. And I shot him, and I got him. He only went about 70 yards after, so five feet. And when you go slow motion in the footage, it's like it's two arrow lengths off my bow. And I <laughs> him. I mean, it's, yeah. It was yeah, a little intense. Now, wouldn't you felt bad if you would have missed? Oh, my God. Well, even Russ does, because we'll, we'll show that footage, like, in our seminars. He's like, yeah, look, even Vicky can hit a moose at five feet. Oh. <laughs> What's up with that? Come on. Now, now there's, there's, there's a lot of banter that goes back and forth between you and Ralph throughout the whole show. I think Ralph deserves it. I do, too. <laughs> you know what's funny is that he and I, since the time that we met, I actually, the how I, I met him, um, I went to his archery pro shop. He used to have a shop called Archer's Choice. Go figure. Oh. And that's actually how we met. Ooh. Was at his archery shop, yeah. And since the day we've met, I mean, he and I just torment each other. And it's been that way. And thank God, honestly, this Wednesday, um, we're celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we want to find out more about you guys, maybe some um, up-and-coming episodes, um, where can we find you guys online? You can go to archerschoice.com. Ooh. Makes it really easy. That is simple. It's really easy, yeah. I, I like to get on there and watch some of Ralph's faux pas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they, the guys love it when, when he and I are, like, irritated each other when we just film openers. We always have some really great bloopers. <laughs> you got to check it out. But also, you're on Facebook and Twitter. You got to hook up with them. It's just a lot of fun. Once again, they're on Outdoor Channel every Sunday at noon Eastern Center Time, Monday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Center Time, and Tuesday at 9 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. But Miss Vicky, this has been awesome. We got to hit a break, and coming up after the break, we're going to have Nick Rose with Wildlife Property. Miss Vicky, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. Thank you guys for inviting me on. Anytime, call us back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a 
bench his ass and then move no, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern, only on Versus. Wildlife Properties is the source for recreational farm and investment properties in Kansas. Find that perfect hunting property from land owned by Wildlife Properties and developed for habitat by Nick Rhodes. As a real estate broker, Nick Rhodes can also assist those interested in a farmland investment in one of the most productive hunting areas in the country. Wildlife Properties concentrates on the north-central Kansas area so it knows the local markets, conservation practices, and hunting conditions. Land purchasers can count on Wildlife Properties for property management and local assistance after the sale. For more information about North Central Kansas and wildlife properties, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. All right, this is Stephen Ramella. Oh, my God, he's so cute. With the travel channel The Wild Within, and you are listening to The Trail with Jim and Trav, the two baddest outdoorsmen in the outdoors. Hey, Trav, we're back in the air. This time, we're headed to Smith Center, Kansas. That's right, Jim. And our next guest, I'll tell you what, he's been shaping our minds and wrapping it around habitat management and just wildlife management in general. He's been creating a lot of buzz and feedback. So we got to welcome Nick Rose from Wildlife Properties to the show. Nick, man, it's good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always my pleasure. <laughs> We're so formal today. Now, Nick, man, what is your... Uh... sense the sarcasm in that? <laughs> Maybe I was, I was trying to gloss over that, but right, thanks right, for bringing right. it up. It's like a double burn. But uh, Real quick, man, got to toss out your web address, some of your contact info, so people can keep sending these messages in. Just like those people did in Nebraska just a little bit ago. Right, yeah. Give us you get cards and letters all the time. I know it. You know what? It's the success of your show that brings so much to me and my family. <laughs> it's our no, lack. No, of- you can get a hold of us. Our phone number is 785-282-6145. Again, that's 785-282-6145. Or check us out on the web, mywildlifeproperty.com. That's mywildlifeproperty.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Google. We're on everything on the web. And you can send your questions directly to me via email at Nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. Wow. Super, super. Well, speaking of questions, we got one this week from Jeremy Delaney from Lawrence, Kansas. He's probably listening on our KLWN station. That's the clown station there in Lawrence, Kansas. I know he is. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) here's what Jeremy writes. With 
Population increases, do you see urban sprawl becoming a bigger factor to wildlife in the next 20 years? Mm. I'm concerned that my kids and grandkids won't be able to enjoy the outdoors the same way that I have. You know, th- this, Nick, has been a pretty big topic the past couple of years. When did you first hear about this? You know, I think it was probably the day I was born, I guess I started hearing about this. <laughs> I thought maybe when I just <laughs> I read the question. And I know what this guy's talking about because if he's from Lawrence, Kansas, and, and I know you guys from being from Kansas are familiar with, but Lawrence, Kansas, you know, when I was growing up 20 years ago, was 30 miles away from Kansas City. Hmm. And now you go to Lawrence, Kansas, and you don't know where Lawrence, Kansas stops and Kansas City starts. So urban sprawl is a huge impact on, on what's going on right around that guy's area. Uh, but, you know, urban sprawl is, is something that's been in the headlines and, and, it's, and it's on the forefront, especially in, in people who are, are real purists in the wildlife conservation efforts, because, you know, where you see it is is these activists that get around urban centers and they yes. say, okay, well, just outside of town where there used to be trees and, and stuff, now there's a, a housing development, which is, is true, yeah, and, and they're pushing the wildlife out. But, you know, and actually there's there's areas like in north central Kansas, uh, in, in western Kansas where you guys are, parts of Colorado, uh, Nebraska, Wyoming, that populations are actually significantly declining. And so the wildlife are actually benefiting because people are moving from those traditionally rural areas to these urban sprawl uh, areas. And, and so the, the wildlife that are being pushed out of those areas essentially can move back into these once populated areas. Well, you know, one of the things that we have found over the years is that the whitetail, they're really adaptable. You they may are. find them out there eating your azaleas, but they're they are right. in your front yard, and they don't necessarily mind. They'll just kind of wander off when you step outside, even with the uh, pheasants. We've got a pheasant that actually comes up in the yard. We call him Pedro. He's an illegal <laughs> alien. Yeah, we're going to have him deported. <laughs> well, you know, you bring up something there, and, and, and really urban sprawl leads to what they call in, in the biological world fragmentation. And, and that's exactly what you're talking about, this you have sparks where the creep from the urban uh, sprawl is moving into the native areas, like, and, and there's these these species like white-tailed deer, raccoons, possums, skunks that are that are really adaptable and hardy animals. So they they will they'll survive, and and, they, and they're left fragmented by having uh, being on that fringe. And so you'll see them a lot of times: bears kicking over trash cans, or raccoons getting into your backyard, or like you said, deer out there um, uh, living in it. That's great, you know, and it's nice to see those things out there, but really those are only the hardy species that are surviving in the the real true sensitive ecosystems are being, you know, crushed in those areas. Now, now to help out with this, we can actually go, or if you're a developer, you can go and buy some land and basically set that aside and reserve it for um, wildlife habitat. So like a greenbelt. Exactly. So it can't be built out. And, you know, there's a lot of places around that are actually starting up programs like this so that we don't lose basically that country feel still and that, you know, you can enjoy the country and now the animals still have a place to be. That's right. You know, and, and, and a lot of what, like, wildlife properties does, you know, out here in North Central Kansas, I was talking about, you know, populations declining, and, and a lot of people, uh, you know, Jim, you might remember this from the 80s, the Buffalo Commons, uh, you know, proposal was this co- this proposal to, like, turn back all these declining rural epicenters and, and turn them back to native species, and, and people were really worried about that back in the day mm-hmm. uh, because they were, they were afraid of a lot of government intervention in, in, in that process. Well, that's already taking hold now, and we see that with the CRP program and, and things that, that, that companies like Wildlife Properties are doing out there. It's a voluntary program, but we're going out there and rebuilding and turning back native uh, areas you know, that, that were once farms. They were once uh, you know, huge, sprawling agriculture centers and smaller urban centers uh, out in the country that are now, you know, digressing and coming back to being wildlife. And, and it's just important for us as good stewards, as, as wildlife enthusiasts or hunters or whatever it is you want to call yourself, 
to go out there and be real proactive in, in developing those. Wow. Wow. He said, oh, man. <laughs> I, Nick I, just I knows so it. much. Uh, Buffalo Commons? Yeah. <laughs> what is this, man? I'm not that young, but damn, I, I thought feel that's where stupid. Kevin Costner lived. Jim, this isn't Dances with Wolves. Now, Nick, if anybody has any more questions like this, because this is a very interesting question right now, especially with all the development that is going on. Um, If anybody has any more questions like this, where can they send their info to? Or if they don't want to have it answered on the air, um, if they just want to call you, where can they do that? Uh, you call us up at 785-282-6145, or you can go to our website and you can access all our information there. We've got articles that talk about urban sprawl. You can sign up for our newsletter to get information about this and other topics that we talk about on the show. Uh, that's at mywildlifeproperty.com. Or you can send me an email, nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. If you don't want me to read your question on the air, just tell me. And if you do, I'll make you famous on the greatest outdoor show. You bet. Hey, Jeremy Delaney of Lawrence, Kansas, we appreciate the question. He sounds like a rock star. I'll make you famous, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Roseman, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. school to the pros we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting fishing and outdoor gear you can outfit all your needs through cabela's catalogs online and their many stores with the best selection prices and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee cabela's celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter Since 1911, Delta Waterfowl has been working on duck production and defending duck hunting. We are the authority on waterfowl research. Delta is a leader in conservation solutions. Together we can preserve our duck hunting traditions and provide a brighter future. Become a member today at DeltaWaterfowl.org. We're keeping it all outdoors and sexy. Uh, Okay, Uh, well maybe not the sexy part. But definitely the outdoors one. 
So here's Jim and Travis. Hey, Trey, we're back in the pro. This time we're going to Illinois of all places, and they say there's no ice. Jim, I've always said that people in Illinois, they know how to live. They're in the outdoors. They are enjoying God's creation. They're shooting stuff, especially crow this time of year. If you like to eat crow, this is the place to go. I do. Jim Crawley, man, welcome. Thanks for being on. Glad to be back on the trail. I'm actually crappie fishing as you're talking to me right now. But yeah, we just got done doing some crow hunting. And you're in Illinois right now, and there's no ice. No, you're, I mean, you're not ice fishing. You're out there just no. regular crappie fishing. Yeah, I'm just sitting out on the bank here. Uh, I'm in central Illinois, and yeah, the water's open. And I, I'm seriously, I just lost a crappie about 14 inches, had it right up to the bank. So I'm just sitting here right off on some riprap. And uh, just plugging along, talking to you guys. And the bobber goes down, I'll put the phone down. <laughs> See, global warming isn't a myth. It's got to be. Yeah, global warming my butt. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, speaking of your butt, what are you sitting on? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on some riprap right now is what I'm doing. Oh, you don't even have a five-gallon bucket? No, I you. told you guys. This is a, you said this was the best recession we ever got. And I told you. I said, now that I got the ankle bracelet on, I said, yeah, man, I can talk to you guys anywhere. Yeah, man. it always calls interference. Not even a bucket, Jim. You are white trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> my our, my uh, wedding anniversary is next weekend, and that's what my wife said. She goes, we went from swanky to swanky or whatever. She's just, she's just like, I think it's gotten worse. She goes, and the bad part is I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, now, recently you went out uh, crow hunting. Now, is that something that's big in in Illinois yeah, to do? I, I don't really think of crow hunting when I when I think of upland well, birds shooting. Yeah. I don't know what do you want to call that? A nuisance? Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, we, our waterfall season had ended. You know, this segment that we shot for for HookandHuntTV.com was was uh, you know about a month and a half ago or so, and you know our waterfall season ended in the end of January, and I just wanted to make it last a little bit longer. So the farmer behind me has just got a ton of crows on his field. So. I just, I put out an old, you know, electronic crow call and about a dozen of those redhead crow decoys. And I mean, literally, it's funny. I'm literally sitting in pine trees in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) On the edge of a golf course. (laughs) No, it's all right. I'm, I'm, I've got, Louis got like a five acre plot, like right next to this big cornfield. So I do some duck hunt there. And then when the crows start flying over, uh, it was just insane. They were just coming off the field, and you've got those crow decoys on the snow. Well, they stand out like anything. And they came, crows will send out their scouts first, you know. So these individual crows just came, in about 15 minutes, we shot a five-minute show. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> it's kind of like, now I want you to go over there and take a look at this and come yeah. back and tell us what's going on. I, I bet your neighbors just love you. <laughs> well, the, the cool thing is they do, because my the one guy down, two doors down from me, and he's probably, you know, about 300 yards down the down the thing there, and he's just if, if we ever have a revolution, uh, <laughs> I think I'm probably going to his house because he's got more than me. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Now, when you were out there, what uh, did you use a 12 gauge or what'd you use? Yeah, I used a 12 gauge. I just had a regular Remington shotgun, and you know, me and you've been talking off the air about you know Carlson choke tubes. Oh yeah, those are the those are the Remington tubes I use anyway as Carlson's, and I mean you've got to see the video. But there is no doubt. I was actually using the ones I use for waterfowl hunting, and the one is in over decoys, and then Scott just made a new ported choke tube that I thought, well, I'll try and see what happens. I hit one of those crows so hard, when it fell over the ground, it stuck in the snow like a lawn cart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I probably hit it about 35 or 40 yards up. The the pattern is, I mean, you guys shoot Carlson, so it's like preaching oh, yeah. to the choir. It's like preaching to the choir, but, yeah, it was it was a riot. Uh, I mean, the pattern was as true. And I actually use steel. I use like number six steel. 
on these crows. I had some old shells to get rid of, and I mean, it just smoked them. I finally was happy. I had a blast. I'm actually laughing throughout the segment of the show. These scouts came in individually, and one by one, as they came in, one by one, they went down. So what what all has been going on with uh, Hook and Hunt TV? I'll tell you what, you guys are kind of just covering a little bit of everything anymore. A lot of people are jumping on board. You've always got new videos coming out. Uh, what are you guys up to? Well, it's, it's been great. We, we've had a couple new lodges um, hook up with us, and our base has grown so big, especially now that, you know, you've got the high school and college teams that have started here in Illinois for bass fishing, and they've jumped on. And, I mean, our hits a week on YouTube alone have been flying. Really? And it, it, Yeah, it's just been awesome because these guys, these kids can get good, quick information, and that's how they watch, that's how they get their information anymore is YouTube and the Internet. And I've been traveling around to different fishing clubs and, I was in a Bass Pro Stores last weekend, and it's amazing. The people that used to come up to me from Midwest Outdoors still do, but the younger crowd is all, hey, man, I signed up for Hook and Hunt TV. And it's it's really cool because we're identifying with each other right now because now they're like, oh, you're like the same guy like you are, but you're like shorter in person. I can't believe that Jim is actually educating our youth. <laughs> the, the guy that's hunting, <laughs> that's a spooky he's hunting crows in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, we're just telling you exactly where we're headed. So it's only Armageddon is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the only guy with a bomb shelter in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jim, you got to toss out your web address one more time where people can get online, check you out, sign up for your Cast and Blast e-newsletter. I'll tell you what, it's just a lot of fun, man. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. We, it's real simple, and right now we start our fishing prizes for, for every week we give out new prizes. Yeah. And it, it's really cool. You just go to hookandhunttv.com, and you can sign up for the newsletter. It is a cast and blast. And then we've got a new Facebook page. So oh, do you? you can, yeah, you can like us on Facebook. And the cool thing is the Facebook page is now an extension of the newsletter. So if you get on both, you got a really cool chance to win some other prizes. Yeah, you got some real brain busters, too. Those questions are pretty hard, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're, they're just, I make them up. So, yeah, it, it takes an actual ri- a rocket scientist who's probably out of work to figure these out. Yeah, it's not, it's not real tough. Yeah, what's a four-letter word for something that squirms you put on a hook? <laughs> James. That's <laughs> <Not> five. <laughs> and you might have been pushing the limits with difficulty on that one. The questions are really easy. I mean, yeah. they're really easy. So what we want is people just to have fun and uh, have a way to get some cool prizes out to him. So it is. We, we really enjoy what we're doing. You bet. Hey, we've been talking to Jim Carlin. He's talking about the great times you can have if you decide to go crow hunting or get this early spring crappie fishing. That's right. And once again, check him out at www.hookandhunttv.com. Sign up for the Cast and Blast e-newsletter. You're going to enjoy it. Mr. Jim, thanks a bunch for being on. Oh, guys, always God, God bless you and all your listeners. It's always good to be part of the revolution. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com LC9. FDI Creative Services is a leading website design and search engine placement company, and better than that, they love the outdoors. Hi, Jim Ferguson here. When I looked for a company to design our new website, I wanted a company that would know my market and then design it to be user-friendly and place me in the marketplace for maximum exposure. FDI Creative Services designed the legendary King Ranch site, Elkhorn Outfitters, and Milligan Brand Outfitting, among others. Companies large and small can benefit from their years of experience in the industry. For more information, call Bill Vey at FDI Creative Services at 281-710-7396 or look them up on the web at fdicreative.com and get your website moving again. From Iraq to L.A., you are blazing up your speakers with Trav and Jim, the Outdoor Kings, right here on the trail. Hey, Trey, we're back on the trail. This time we're headed to northern Wisconsin of all places. Yeah, man, it's cold up there, but hey, before, it's colder than I will before we started. That's pretty cold, man. That's real cold. Now, before we start talking to Stacy Frakes, everybody, you're gonna want to listen to this. This is really interesting. But you gotta check out our web address, and that's www.outdoortrailsnetwork.com. We got the Facebook and the Twitter, man. You gotta prove it. But Miss Stacy Frakes, I tell you what, welcome to the trail. You're actually a sturgeon spear, spear fisher woman. Do they that, call you spear chef? If that's the correct title, welcome to the trail. Thank you. Um, I have never thought about going out and trying to spear sturgeon. That is kind of a... Spear anything. Yeah, anything in general, maybe just a hot dog. <laughs> this is really interesting. You need to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now you, you actually belong to a spear fishing club, right? Yeah. Right. Payne's Point Hook and Spear Fishing Club. Yeah, and you've been the president of that for how many years? Uh, this is just, I just wrapped up the first year. Really? Oh, wow. I've how been m- in, involved with the club for several years. But now your your husband actually is really the one that got involved in, in spear fishing in the first yeah, place, you, right? Yeah, you watched him he for did. what, 20 years before you actually started? Oh, yes. Man, a that, long time. That, that's like going to a restaurant and reading the menu for 10 hours before you order. I mean, something's got to happen. But you actually, last year, 2010, was your first year out spearfishing. And I think opening day, you harvested a massive uh, sturgeon. I did an 83-pound sturgeon. Oh, holy cow. That's the size of one of my grandkids. What does that have to feel like? I mean, on a spear. 
I'll tell you what, I was out there for less than an hour. There are people that sit out there for 20 years and never see one. Why, why would you want to do that? <laughs> I just, I just want to know that. You must have a very, very uh, a boring uh, long life. winter. <laughs> yeah, let's well, see, it I does get... help it go a little faster. Yeah. Now, um, the season just ended uh, February 27th, right? It did. Yeah, and there's like a, a preset quota of, I think, a 2,395 juvenile females, adult females, and male uh, sturgeon that need to be harvested. Did the season actually run through February 27th, or was it cut short because the quota was filled? No, the quota was not filled this year. Really? Um, every day the DNR would send out a posting as to how many fish were harvested, and they'll give you, once they get close to the cap, I believe it's within 20%. They will call it like in 24 hours it'll close. Now, now, so, when you go out there, I mean, you're just not standing out in the middle of a lake because uh, you can't see down in the water. You're actually in uh, an ice house, right? Right. An ice shanty is what they call them up here. And, you know, you pull those out and there's a hole in the bottom of the shanty. And then they take an ice saw and they cut a hole into the ice and they push that ice cake down underneath the ice and then put the shanty on top of it. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like a big outhouse then. Yeah. <laughs> how, how big is yours? Well, I think it's six by eight, and it's hot pink. Your, your outhouse or your shanty? My shanty. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes during the summer, it's the same thing. The nice thing is you will never lose it, will you, being hot no, pink? No, you won't, and everybody can find it. Yeah. Now, let's talk about your spear. I mean, that you, you, you got the spear, and now they what come in just gunmetal color, right? Uh, usually they have right like a metal handle, kind of like a pitchfork. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, how many tines do you have on your uh, on your uh, spear? I have four. Four. Mine four. is probably only about eight inches across. Hmm. Okay. Um, now, how did that relate then to your your sturgeon? How wide was your sturgeon? Wider than that. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-three pounds. That's pretty big. Jim. Yeah. That is massive. Now, um, this year was actually uh, your first time going out. You, would you guys call yourselves Team Frakes? It That's was right. you and your daughter Jordan. How did you guys do this year? We didn't see a single sturgeon. Really? You Not of size, anyway. We saw a couple babies, but nothing of size. Now, and the guys got them this year. My now, son and my husband got one. No, oh, did they really? What what kind of uh, tactics are you guys using? Are you just sitting over staring down a hole? Are you using any sorts of like navigation? Decoys. Um, decoys, stuff like this? Yeah, we use decoys. Um, ours, the ones that we chose were two bright colored fish that we also put some gemstones on and, <laughs> you know, you try and attract these fish. Well, getting back to your, getting back to your spear. Now you took your spear and you painted the handle hot pink. My, right, the handle is hot pink and the spearhead is like a fluorescent purple. Man, you gotta class up, um, <laughs> sturgeon spearfishing. I have always thought that. It's just, it seemed drab, but not anymore. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, here's what I'm getting from all this is you just need to get the whole family involved. Get out there, do something in the outdoors. Like you said, your son and your husband and now you and your daughter. This is just encouraging because there is not enough people doing this anymore. And, and like you said, you went the whole season without actually seeing um, a sizable sturgeon that you should harvest. But that doesn't matter. You still had fun. And that's what it's about. That's right. You get your family out and your friends and it's just a fun time. Now, Miss Stacy, do you have a Facebook page anywhere we can uh, hook up with you online, check out some photos, just maybe uh, send some messages? I do, yes. Oh, what's your Facebook page? Um, it's just under Stacy Frakes. 
Hey, Stacy Freaks. That's right. Look for a woman in pink with a pitchfork, basically. <laughs> and, and with a girl standing next to her wearing a pink bra. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And there's have, a whole story behind that You'll one. have to message her to find out the gist of that story. But you know what? Coming up after the break, we're going to have Ron Spomer in his now question of the week with us called Ask Spomer. It's going to be a tactical tech-related segment. you got to stay tuned to it. But uh, Miss Stacy Freaks, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. You're welcome. Thank you. And come up and join us. We're Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There'll be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Rison. Featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And Jumbo heart the outdoors and you. So let's all hog our radio and get back to the show. Hey, we're back on the trail. This time we're headed to Idaho of all places. That's right, but before we lay the smackdown on our next guest, we've got to toss out the web address. That's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And remember, Jim's got a Facebook page, plus we got the Twitter tweets. Now, people, we got a new segment, and it's called Ask Spomer. Ron Spomer, outdoor legend, is going to field questions sent in by our listeners via email, Twitter, Facebook. It don't matter if it has to do with calibration, ballistics, anything that goes boom, Ron knows about it. Ron, welcome to the trail. Well, thanks, guys. Now I feel I'm going to have to live up to that. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we got a question from a Greg in Sterling, Colorado. We've got a station right out there, KUBC uh, in, in Montrose, which is not too far. That's not far at all. Now, here's what Greg writes. He says, why are there so many different bullets sold for my 30 odd 6 130 grain, 150 grain, 180 grain, and even some 200 grain? Why do I need all these, and what's the difference? Wow. Yeah, that's a little confusing there, isn't it? <laughs> Well, you know, traditionally, the 
heavier bullets were for the larger animals. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah, but there's more to it than that. Okay. Naturally, everything gets real confusing. Look, in the old days, nearly all bullets consisted of a thin jacket, a gilding metal. It was kind of a tube, and then they'd stick a lead cable into it, cut it off, squeeze it into the shape of a bullet. Oh. So, in a, in a given cartridge, let's say a 270 Winchester, you had a given powder reservoir. So the cartridge could push a 110-grain bullet really fast or a 150-grain bullet, but not as fast. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the point is that this bullet, when it, when it mushrooms and it hits game, it could mushroom so violently that it turns into a pancake. Oh. And then you don't penetrate enough. Ah. Now, the other thing is it could break into different pieces because the lead comes apart from the gilding metal jacket, and there's a lot of violence going on. So the upshot is, in the old days with those kinds of bullets, the longer and heavier your bullet, the better chance it would stay in one piece and penetrate through the vitals. That's the old days, though. How about now? <laughs> well, see, nowadays we've got so many wonderful options, it gets even more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Great Th- that's what we need. <laughs> Look, you can still figure, all right, whatever caliber you're shooting, doesn't matter. The bigger the game, the bigger your bullet. Yeah. But if you really want to study ballistics and bullets and get maximum performance, start looking at the new control expansion bullets because they do remarkable things at less weight. Mm. So here's an example. You've got a mechanically locked bullet like the nozzle partition or the Swift A-frame. Mm-hmm. They've got a nose section, and then they've got another piece of jacket across the middle that isolates the shank, and that prevents it from breaking up. You're going to keep more weight in the bullet for more penetration. So you don't have to necessarily go as heavy now in today's age with the invention of everything that they have. Exactly. With all these new controlled expansion bullets, and that's pretty much a good term for all of it. Yeah. They control how much they expand rather than flattening like a pancake or breaking up. So for big game bullets, if you've got a controlled expansion bullet, you can step down in weight and not have to shoot the great big heavy one. That means there's less recoil, so you ought to flinch less, <laughs> shoot more accurately, but also flattens your trajectory so you can shoot a little bit further with worry, without worrying about your bullet falling excessively. Okay. Now, now, do all of the bullet manufacturers make this type of a, and I'm going to call it partition for lack of a better term? Yeah, they're not going to all be partition styles. They could be a bonded bullet. You hear a lot about bonded core bullets. Yeah. That's a, that's a chemical way of keeping the parts together. And then there are monolithic bullets in which there's no lead at all. It's just a solid piece of gilding metal cool. or copper. And then the nose is hollow and that opens up. And there's almost nothing that can break or, or lose weight. And those penetrate extremely far. And yes, every company has these things. They're sold by Remington and Winchester and Federal and you name the ammo company. Somebody's loading one of those bullets. Mm. The bullet itself might be made by Barnes or Nosler or Spear or Sierra or Hornaday or any number of these bullet companies. But all the ammo companies have figured out some of these bullets are so good, we need to be loading them. Now, l- let's say we're um, hunting whitetail, mule deer, something like that, and our average shot is going to be in that 250 to 300 range. What would Ron Spomer go with? Ross Bomer's too smart to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to paint myself in a corner. There there really are a lot of things you can use. What would Greg do? Remember this point, guys. (laughs) What's that? The closer you are to your target when you hit it, the more energy you're going to have in the bullet and the more likely it's going to break up. So you want a heavier, tougher bullet for close-range shots. Oh, okay. Yeah, once you get down 300 yards and beyond, 
that bullet is starting to shed energy, lose velocity, and then it doesn't have to be quite so tough to penetrate deeply. Wow. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, Greg from Sewing, Colorado had a good question. He did. And remember... Every week, we're going to have a segment called Ask Spomer. you got questions like this. you got to write in. Ron will actually answer it live here on the radio, and, and it's just going to be blissful. Yep. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to be well-informed. Now, Ron, if anybody has any questions, where can they send that info to? Send it to, oh, gosh, that's a good question, guys. <laughs> That'll be on next week's show. How did Greg get us this one? <laughs> Don't you guys have an address or something there? How about let's do an email? Yes. If they email it to rlspomer.com at yahoo.com. I'll set up an account and get it. This is sweet. Ron's like committed. I feel like this is a marriage. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought we were going to hold hands. All right, big guy. Well, we appreciate the uh, answering the question from old Greg in Sterling, Colorado. Man, my pleasure, guys. We want you to know you've been good company today. And we're glad you rode with us. We hope we took you where you wanted to go. And we didn't keep you longer than you wanted to stay. And we trust it hasn't cost you more than you wanted to spend. This has been the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine on the Outdoor Trails Network. I'm Jim. Hey, and I'm Trav. And we'll see you on the trail. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.